Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. FBI is feeling the heat. Your own conscience, your own morality, your own decision, your own self. You alone can do it. There is no authority but yourself. The BR Hates Fed Show. Welcome to the Rice Fields, motherfuckers. What's up lads and ladies, I'm BR and I hate feds, and in today's episode I'm joined by the man behind the merch, Spirit of Resistance himself, aka SOR. He runs his own brand of libertarian anarchist-centric clothing, stickers and flags under the Spirit of Resistance moniker, and also runs the operation behind my brand, Liberty Punk Inc., along with the merch of most of the rest of the e-militia, Buying the Bullet, and a bunch of other cool people. We started this conversation talking about keeping up with technology in the creative field, seeing as we both work in it. Fucking hell, Craig, you rude little cunt. Anyway, you get you get left behind by it or something, because that's how I feel. Like, I was, you know, when I was doing my degree to get to get into graphic design and shit, I was like, yeah, fucking future technologies and, like, all this shit is going to be so important to keep up with. And the second I got out of school, I was like, ah, I don't want to learn any new shit. No, I was keeping up with it up until a couple years ago, and then it was just like, um, this is less... Jarvis and more uh, Minority Report, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want this. I'm done. So, um, getting kicked off the social media really helped me just like break that um, that addiction. Um, oh, I don't no. have any. I don't have any personal social media accounts anymore. Fucking hell, you must be living like a fucking Tibetan monk at this rate. I mean, I still have the SOR stuff, so, I mean, that, that gives me a quick fix, I mean, I'm... Yeah, like that, that little dopamine hit? Yeah, it's like hunting around <laughs> the carpet, trying to find those rocks, but you're only finding, Sm like, smoking, little, little Parmesan cheese. Yeah, goddammit, you beat me to it. <laughs> just looking for the Parmesan cheese, just anything I can fucking smoke, thank you, Hunter Biden, for that little nugget God. of, uh, of knowledge and humor. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be crazy to party with Hunter Biden and George W. back in W's heyday? Was that the era he was like, Hunter Biden was partying? <laughs> no, 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 no. You take, you take Hunter Biden from like a couple years ago yeah, maybe and six George ago. W. from the <laughs> 80s. And what a fucking rager that would be. Oh shit, you could really party up at the Skull and Bone Society. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I you mean, see you what we're gonna do? Topple one regime after another. My dad's already started. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Um, have you seen Vice? Uh, like, like the... Oh, I, I, thought, I thought you meant like the, the media company that slanders us every no, other... No, 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 no. Uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck them both, but yeah, no, the movie... Uh, with Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. Oh shit! No, I haven't seen that. I it's on the list, but for some reason I just can't motivate myself to watch someone impersonating Dick Cheney, even if it's 
you know, to rip them apart. I, I, I recommend it's, it. It's on the list. Yeah. I mean, I was I watched it last night again, and like there was some chip from that one. It's like you're talking to Liz Cheney. When you get power, people are gonna try to tear you down. I'm like, holy shit, this is foreshadowing what's going on now. <laughs> Literally right now. Where oh my where, I haven't even really kept up with that. I just saw Liz Liz Cheney's name was in the news and I was like, oh Christ. All right. Keep on profiting off your father's legacy. But um yeah. well, what's up? Is she trying to get like some position of power? Because that's I've really not kept so, up with it. She's in Congress right now. She voted to impeach Trump, and Trump has a vendetta against her. And I'm not a Trump fan, but I I miss him being president because it felt like things <laughs> were less boring. No. Um, yeah, yeah. When things go back to business as usual after four years of insanity and just crazy headlines where politicians are saying just toxic shit to each other all all the time tearing each other down it was it was brilliant um i don't know man there's i don't think politics will ever go back to normal i mean no. perfect example is a couple of weeks ago uh was it tim scott uh the black republican congressman and like he spoke out against the democrats and Uncle Tim was trending. Oof. And it's like, that's not very woke, y'all. What's going on? Yeah, here? no. No, it, it's it's crazy how it just ticks back and forth between like ultra righteousness and then just just awful shit that they would cancel anyone for the next day. The, so well, like what, think, whatever serves them in the moment. It, exactly. I like to think of politics like wwe all made <laughs> up pre-trump was you're not you're uh your golden era of wrestling hulk hogan that type of stuff trump years was the attitude era and now we're in the post attitude era with boring ass people that don't know how to talk on the mic and they're way too old to still be kicking around like the undertaker and shit i mean <laughs> it just it's a perfect analogy I I had I had not expected that analogy ever, but um, but no, I I think you're right. It, beforehand, it was like predictable, but there was enough spectacle to keep you interested, and then it just got fucking bizarre for a time, and now it's like, ah, it'll never be the same. I mean, you have Kane having sex with a dead body in a casket. I mean, the Attitude Era was lit. Um, <laughs> now Kane's a mayor, which is crazy. Is, oh, is that, is, that, is that the Libertarian, man? Yeah, Glenn Jacobs. Fucking amazing. Gentle Giant. I know. Dude He's is, one of the uh, few, few LP guys I was like, you know what, good for you. He's like a wholesome dude just trying to do his, like, you know, big L thing and what the fuck ever. I don't think he's LP. Is he not? He's Republican, but he's part of, like, the Mises um, Institute and stuff. I, I knew it was, oh, okay. I, I thought it was something, like, I knew he was, like, libertarian, you know, as he's labeled himself, but. I, yeah, I mean. I'm so out of touch with the actual politics these days, just more and more. <laughs> I keep an eye on it just because I use it for inspiration for, like, merchandise and stuff or designs and everything. Yeah. Um, you you got you got more of a finger on the pulse, whereas I'm like, I, I'm just slowly stepping back into the woods. I know you're doing the same thing and probably oh. at a much more 
much more efficient pace than I am in reality, but <laughs> men mentally I'm already in the woods. Probably found a cave in the woods somewhere. God, I cannot <laughs> wait to just, like, there's just going to be a day I'm just dropping off. SOR will just be gone. It will <laughs> forever be in everyone's memory. It's just a blip on the radar. I'll, I'll be done. Damn. You don't think you'd, like, sell it on maybe to, like, someone else in the community who might be interested in running shit? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I got offers to sell my other store on, but I just... I didn't want to, the, the Boogaloo store, just because... Yeah. With the way things were going, I'm just like, eh. Like, sales were crap. I would feel bad about selling it to someone. Um, and then like with the upcoming domestic terrorist labels on everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want anyone getting slapped with shit just for buying a patch. That would be a, a cold monopoly man capitalist kind of move. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, no, no, take that shit. <laughs> I thought about but... it. The entrepreneur in me was like, ooh. Mark Cuban in me <laughs> was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And then I'm like, ooh, no, I can't. Yeah, to to you see, that's that's what I, I'm surprised we haven't had you on an episode before, and we we really fucking should have like way back when. But um, yeah, you're a really fucking nice guy, gentle giant. Like people people need to know the man behind behind the merch. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always said I like to be more of a behind the scenes type guy. Um, yeah not the face of anything. I've been told I have the face for radio, so that was uh, <laughs> encouraging. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah, why no, we're I'm, all here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, goddamn, standing next to you, I look pretty. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just a fucking goblin. That's that's the truth of it. Oh, ne never it emerged from my mom's basement. <laughs> it's true what they say about British people. What? Well, hey, 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 you give my chief more credit than that. <laughs> if that's the, uh, I might have just I might have just outed myself going that direction instinctively, but <laughs> I mean, there's other things too they say about y'all. Maybe hmm. actually, no, I think it's just the two. Uh, two it, it's see, they can't find fault. You know, it's just imperialism and teeth. That's that's all yeah. they have on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those, two, those two small things. It's um, funny that the people in the south hate the british so much i mean they have some stuff in common well uh, i we we supported the fuckers during the civil war didn't we um or the, the, the or there was uh, maybe, no, maybe i'm I, pulling that out of my ass no i think um if i remember my history correctly i think the south was trying to get british support yeah. but one of the hang-ups was the whole slave thing <laughs> um like legit i'm i'm like 99 percent sure i'm right like somebody should fact check me um or something but yeah if i remember correctly the south was trying to get foreign support yeah and um can't remember if at that time the british and the union were all buddy buddy yet well i mean there was still considerations up until the first world war that britain might be it was like a potential enemy for the United States until it was like absolutely clarified they were going to be allies from then on out. It was like, you know, in the in the long log of uh, plans and people to watch out for for the, the U.S. government. So I'm, I'm not sure. 
they they very well yeah. might have been um appealing to the British. But yeah, I gotta I'm that's gonna bug me. I'm gonna have to look that up once we're done. <laughs> yeah, just we just made this whole fucking obscure history podcast just because we get stuck on something. Um <laughs> Well, I mean but, speaking of history, um what about that Americana that we were gonna talk about? Yeah, so that that's something I mean it, it plugs right into your whole brand. I mean, you know, from the very start, uh when you were because not not everyone might know this, you you originally ran the AZ uh Bugalorian page doing all the state Hawaiian uh style boog flags and all that, um, in the heyday of that. And uh and then transferred to this brand. Like what was the what was the before we get into the Americana stuff, what was the initial instinct to to change the brand up to Spirit of Resistance? Um, well, Spirit of Resistance, uh, that flag started as a separate project that I didn't get paid for initially, so I just repurposed it because I love the design, I love the meaning behind the design, um, and I put a lot of goddamn work into that thing. Um, but I ended up breaking it off of the AZ Bugalorian and the Bug State Flags brand um, just because that was around the time that the Boogaloo stuff started getting banned on social media. Oh, like the lost. Teespring stuff? Yeah, the Teespring stuff. I lost my storefront for Bug State Flags. Um, so I, and I felt like this could be something more so I, I yeah. wanted to keep it separate. And it was also going towards a different crowd, if you will. Um, I actually had a conversation with an anarcho-communist the other day um, about this whole thing. Uh, he um, he was giving me a hard time because it's like, oh, all you ANCAPs and right, quote-unquote, anarchist posts about is my guns, that's bad, taxation is theft. And... He's like, yes. Don't talk about <laughs> any other deeper anarcho theory and stuff. Really? And where's well, he been looking? <laughs> well, I mean, I told him that there are way better pages out there for that than me. Um, yeah. My my goal is to meet some of these right wing status, semi where they're at, focus on the things that they are conscious about. And point out how the government's really fucking them over in those areas. So that was like my my big thing with SOR was trying to slowly red pill some of these status and then shift them yeah. over to the e militia folks for the more intense stuff. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of funny because there's there's a mix of that. Like in our community, there's definitely a a mix of people who lean more into the Americana and then people who kind of, you know, the, the second you come across that page, it's like a mental headbutt, and you're like, oh, fuck, okay, there you are. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Whiskey has, uh, like, Thomas Jefferson as his, uh, thing. And, and so people see that, and, he, you know, he has the, the bandana over his face, and you're like, okay, that's kind of edgy, you know, I can get in on that. And then you're like, oh, he's a complete anarchist. And there is no apology about it. But, you know, just the, the aesthetic of it will get people who would never think about that kind of ideology, at least peeking in and same with yours and then 
Hey, how's it going guys? I just want to take a quick second to answer a question I get quite a bit these days. So a lot of people ask me, BR, how can I support what you do, your shows, and all that good stuff? The best way to do that is to check out my lifestyle brand, Liberty Punk Inc. Covering all of your niche political shirts, stickers, and flags needs. Everything from slaps that are weatherproof, can go on your car, go on your hydro flask, all that good stuff. To full-sized flags, you can fly outside your house, fly at rallies, present something a little bit different. Our Peace, Autonomy, and Liberty, or our Anarcho Betsy flag are always popular. We have a whole ton of clothing options too, of course, and you can stop wearing all that grunt-style shit and start wearing something that truly shows off your belief in actual liberty. The best way to find all that is to search Liberty Punk Inc. online, or you can go directly to spiritofresistance.com, find the Liberty Punk Inc. collection, or you can follow the link in the description of any of my solo show videos and find my store that way. Every purchase supports me and what I do, Spirit Resistance, and we have a part for Liberty Community Issues. If you pick something up, feel free to tag me. Thanks for all your support, guys, and let's get back to the show. I, I almost went that way, but it just wouldn't have felt right for a Brit to be running around with Americana, so instead I've got my, you know, uh, yeah. Vietnam, War, Vietnam War era soldier just smiling back at you, which is <laughs> less, it, it grabs less, um, less people who would call themselves patriots and such, but, you know. Well, and I mean, I grew up in a Republican household. Um, I'm from a really rural area america like the american founding the Amer the myth of the american founding it's still pretty powerful it's still i mean i watch the patriot on netflix i get oh, goosebumps yeah. i mean it's it's still part of america and there's a difference between embracing the idea of america and embracing your government i yeah, don't absolutely. i don't care for our our government but i do like some of the ideas that were laid out in the constitution i mean even though it is a worthless piece of paper and as dave smith says a right-wing version of a gun-free zone sign um it still for the time period had a lot of unique ideas um i mean crap i think People were referring to the founders as anarchists, but no king. Um, and that's that's something I like to go back to too, um, when especially when dealing with some of these conservatives and these statists. Like anarchy will never work. Well, they said the Constitution and like a non-monarchy society would never work. But here we are. I mean, yeah. granted, we do have an elected monarchy now, but. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> well, it was it was a radical experiment, you know, just like it anything was. that's that's completely new and flies in the face of you know the status quo. It's like you have decriers and you have people saying you're you know fucking insane and it's never gonna work. And you know, I mean, not not arguing that this worked, but <laughs> it worked worked a lot better than um than a monarchy, at least in I mean, um incre increasing you know people's ability to changed class and you know things like that up upward what do they call it upwards mobility yeah things like that there, there, there was there was more freedoms than you know the totalitarianism that comes with living under a crown or whatever and i'm i'm sure there's weird monarchists out there who would argue against that but all six oh, of them God. can fuck off liberty right? hang out 
Dude, I used to get those guys popping up in my co like every every now I'd make a Monica's joke or I'd say like fuck the queen, you know, just cause it, it it's a crowd please. It it really does nothing for me over here. It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> but but then oddly a... Oh sorry. Oh, I was gonna say that's just a shitty group of people right there. Like crafty they're, pants they're shitty. Reddit. They're Reddit fucking nerds who just need... Because it, 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 the thing was, it wasn't usually, like, a bunch of British boomers like it is, you know, in England when you say, fuck the Queen, and they're like, oh, good heavens, how could you? How how offensive. Like, over here, they're, they're just nerdy college students who found some obscure ideology to cling to because it makes them feel unique, and it's like, oof, monarchy? Oh. Of anything? Like, just join the rest of the autists and do the libertarian thing, come on. Honestly, but, I feel like that's the majority of the LP too. Sometimes, <laughs> well, they 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 could have been monarchists if they spun the wheel and it just landed on a different ideology. <laughs> They're like the political hipsters. In a lot no, of cases. no, no, seriously, I've, I've got I've got a lot of uh, I, okay, not not a lot of followers like that, but I see a lot of um, a lot of people who yeah you know, bounce around on Twitter. I see other people who might be less anarchist lean and liking their post. I'm like, ooh, who the fuck is this person? Just with, like, boring and gross takes, which is the worst combination. <laughs> it's like, you have a bad opinion, and then you have, you're going about having this opinion in such a dull way that it, it, it wouldn't even resonate with, like, the most, like, I don't know, LP person, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's like, the majority of the people that are in the LP right now came in because of Gary Johnson. The, um, the socially liberal and fiscally conservative crowd. Well, that, that oh. I mean, I mean, in in fairness, Gary Johnson did a little bit of good, good if only by bringing in um, Luke from Biting the Bullet, our mutual friend. <laughs> he, he's he's a Gary Johnson guy. He was brought in by Gary Johnson's campaign, or at least he he like really found out what libertarianism was from that, and obviously went a lot deeper than fiscally conservative and socially liberal. <laughs> fucking uh, falling asleep at the mic oh my god it was I mean granted he was way better than Joe but Jesus Christ <laughs> wait like yeah. way better than way, way better than Joe Jorgensen oh yeah really like, oh yeah Joe Jorgensen was just just I, like I don't know where she came from I had never heard of her before <laughs> I mean, I had heard of Vermin Supreme. I had heard of Spike. I had heard of uh, Hornberger. I have never heard of Joe Jorgensen. And when she, she was an she old won, one, she um, was just. I I think they were just going for the whole like, oh well, it's two men running, so let's get a let's get a woman, and that's going to be like the big fucking toppling thing. But they did. If I'm they, if they, I'm honest. Yeah. No. No. I I get that, but they didn't even play into it. No, like, well, I, I, th I think they were trying to be slick with it, because during, during the final months, they did play into it a little bit more. I, I'm trying to think of the ads. Way too there, there was, Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, um, plus they would have got slaughtered if they tried to do the whole uh, identity politics thing after, you know, the majority of the LP supporters are just recovering conservatives who would never go for that kind of shit. So, oh, they did get slaughtered. They tried that. If you're not actively anti-racist, you're racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I was a mean, good one. It's, they, tried, they tried to win over the woke left, and the woke left doesn't want anything to do with them. Um, yeah. I mean, they would have been 
they would have won more lefties over by talking about the Federal Reserve and how that benefits the corporate elite. I mean, I that know. would have I been. Feel, a I feel like those are, those those arguments never get through to him. I mean, you're talking to you recovering. Sure? For the most, I mean, you, you get the occasional, like, Bernie sport who will hear that kind of thing. They're like, no, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, they're, they're, they're out there. But by and large, it's going to be more the social justice shit that actually reaches that ground. When did, when did you come stateside? Uh, like, or, loosely around three years ago. Okay, so you came in after the Ron Paul revolution. Oh, yeah. Um... I remember he would get college students chanting, end the Fed. I didn't know what the heck the Fed was when I first <laughs> heard about it. And then I looked into it, and I'm like, holy crap, this is evil. Yeah, like, but you're, you you're coming from, like, a conservative background, not like some, you know, like a no, college, I'm college talking, I'm talking, background. I'm talking, well, I mean, when I was in college, most college people, most college students were, change, Obama! change and he was converting some of those folks especially after obama's first term um i mean the movement just died it it, like they they killed the liberty movement and i actually have a theory on that but i don't know and (laughs) i know everyone everyone knows uh sarwak's a fed but i think he was planted in there to derail the libertarian party Hmm. i really do I I, like... I mean, I it might it it's probably fair because I mean Ron Paul he stirred up so much shit with his anti-war stuff in the in the middle of the war. I mean you know we still had another ten years of it left basically, or another eight I guess. Um, and and I mean, I, I'm, they would have kept going if it wasn't so fucking unpopular. But it wasn't back then. So him like coming in and kind of derailing the very profitable war they had going on. I mean, they've done they've done much more in countries far less important than their own to derail, you know, uh, populist movements and shit like that in the past. Oh, so, yeah. and I mean, I know it's been beaten to death, but the woke politics just kills any movement. I mean, I think that's what happened to the Boogaloo movement. Um, I know a lot of people thought of it as a meme and everything, but I mean, it was starting to pull some of these former Trump supporters over. Um, and then they introduced the identity politics. And but, I will admit, I fell for it for a little bit as well. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you're not changing the narrative. Like, they're going to call you racist. You need to just talk to your neighbors and show them that you aren't not trying to win over the media. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've... I'm half and half in that, because I get why everyone says, like, uh, you know, the whole unity shit is stupid to a degree, but I'm like, my my whole thing was, like, quit preaching it and just fucking do good. You know, like, we yeah. we know people who were uh, in in the riots, or not, not in the riots, but out marching with people armed and stuff and kit. I mean, yeah, I, I know some people very well, um, and did it once and then i'm like no this this isn't protests are not a place to win people over it, there's too no, many emotions yeah and it's... you're not gonna be able to just sit there and talk liber- like i mean that's that's just the autism of libertarians like they think, <laughs> oh these people are, are all emotional i'm gonna talk to them now because i don't understand emotions 
Um, yeah, I, I, I think there was a there was a big uh, miscalculation with kind of comparing protests to rallies because yes. and and people didn't people just saw them as like the same thing where you're going out and it's political and there's different factions and you're just going out and spreading the message because it's an event for that kind of thing. But obviously a rally, you know, everyone's showing up and just kind of, you know, making a a spectacle of whatever their cause is. Whereas a protest, like you're you're out to achieve something with, you know, that night or day of activity. You know, it's just a different energy. And, and so yeah. going, going to a protest and trying to <sighs> see and, and again I'm mixed because there's talk. There's all sorts of groups, you know, within our community. Even people who were, um, they were linking up with, you know, Black Panthers, BLM organized in the very early days, before uh, there was a bad, you know, all the propaganda, um, where they were genuinely doing good, where they would stand between protesters and cops with rifles and kit. And guess what? They weren't getting fucking beanbagged or gassed because they were, they didn't. There was too many. Um, factors for them, you know, armed protesters don't get gassed, all that propaganda myself and others putting out it just goes to show how powerful the media is, because they spun that as, oh, armed white guys with guns, looking to Um, escalate start a civil war yeah, and it's I mean, you can you can get messaging across at a protest you just need to be more strategic about it and I've yeah, talked I, to people before, like, there's, don't go in Hawaiian. Go <laughs> dress normal or even go black block, okay? Because what's seriously. more important? What's more important, making sure the Boogaloo boys look good to the media or your message? Like, yeah. too many people put a focus on making the Boogaloo boys look good and not enough focus on getting a message out there. And you can get... Uh, Perfect example. Let's say there's a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest, or some left-wing protest, and they're upset about um, money issues. Um, you can get a flyer and have a single phrase, like let's say "end the Fed," and have it being um, a, a good graphic, something that people want to post, uh, share on social media, that type of stuff, and play into some of their woke stuff. Show Mr. Big Fed beating on a black person and taking their money and have a big slogan, end the Fed, little caption, the Federal Reserve helps racist monetary policies. And while it's not 100% correct, you're starting to focus that energy and that attention on an actual bad thing. It may not be the right way to think about it, but does that really matter when they're hating on this horrible organization? Um, I, I just mean, it's, it's, it's like it's like a it's a half truth, you know. It's like because uh, it's not. It's it's absolutely not a lie. But it's no. um, it, it's it's just framing for a particular, a, a different crowd and a different group of you know politics, and you you just yeah. like refocusing that. Um, and of course, in that situation, you're not able to be out there getting your selfies for Instagram and your Hawaiian shirt and your Gucci yep. kit, but you're actually doing something. 
And it's not a violent thing. It is a peaceful way to push the narrative. Yeah. That's um that that's where it started to get muddled because I think and a lot of people it's funny when we released the uh Boogaloo and Retrospect video, the E Militia and I uh like last week or whatever, um we, we were getting comments saying like, Oh, this is a bad take, you guys don't quite get it. Like maybe maybe ask some people it's like we our second episode is called um yeah, it's about the Boogaloo. It's got Boogaloo in the title, and that's like twenty eighteen or something. Something ridiculous I mean, like that. 2019. But, but, but what, what I was getting at was, for, for a lot of us, um, from the get-go, the whole Boogaloo thing, it was a meme that grew into a um, stimulant or something for the libertarian community, like the radical libertarian community, to do more gun rights activism in a way that was very different from the NRA and anything else that had been done before. It was like, you know, like, left activism. It was just not uh not supported by a big group it was decentralized and you know no one really knew the cap on the potential because it wasn't beholden to anyone but then when people started to come into it who you know weren't necessarily libertarians um instead of being like libertarians doing a thing it became like oh well i was a conservative now i'm a boogaloo boy and it's like jesus fuck so so that's now your community and turned from being like you know, like, like fuel on the fire for us to being for them, like, an identity. And I that's mean, where it got fucked, in my opinion. Oh, well, yes and no. I mean, that, because I'm still in some of the groups, and I still chat with some of the guys. It's a very mixed um, bunch, you know. So it is, it is more SJW than anything now. Really? And <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. Um, it is a complete 180 from where it was last year. Is um, it like self-policing and shit like that? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I, I won't say it's completely woke, but it has definitely... The violent stuff isn't really there anymore. Um, they're still going out protesting, full kit, guns and everything. Um, but they've really moved away from the violence stuff. And I think some of the wokeism really derailed the momentum behind the movement. I think there's still something there uh, because they are pushing li uh, libertarian unity or lib unity. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll be the first to say I like that kind of shit. And, and oh, I, I was, the one, I was the, the one getting shit for it back in the day talking about it. <laughs> well, I mean... I've I've talked to Ancoms before. I've talked to An uh, Antifa folks before, and I'm yeah, like, we're not going to agree on everything. But instead of wasting our energy fighting with each other, if we just focus that energy on the state or the government that is now, now, and start working, we don't have to be friends. We don't have to even work together. We just have to stop fighting each other. And both, yeah, like, and, like the counter protesting shit and just shit talking yeah. each other. It's like, like and what just, a fucking waste of energy. Exactly. If we're opening up two fronts against the state, they're going to have to be going against both of us. Because I mean, in their eyes, we're both we're both in the same category. Yeah, we're both the enemy. And by us fighting with each other, we're helping the state win. And like, yeah, there are real differences between 
left-wing anarchists and right-wing anarchists. But right now, we are at a point in society where those differences do not matter. And they <laughs> won't matter for a very long time. Yep. So why are we fighting about it online? I mean, it's it's just crazy. Like, there's no no one's willing to set their petty differences aside to focus on the bigger picture. Yeah, it's the and you know what the the more I've kind of cooled off because when I first started my account, I was making ancom memes and I was like bunheads and you know doing doing just the the fucking petty shit that all you know ancaps do and. Um, and then I was like, the, the more I started to read that stuff, especially when, um, you know, uh, being anti-police brutality became really one of the four, like, top three things uh, I focused on, because I realized how fucking critical they were to the whole instrument, you know, fucking light bulb moment, came a little bit late, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you start seeing what the, what the ANCOMs are talking about, and you're like, you know what, a lot of this is actually good shit, and, and, and they're kind of... The way they go about the message, it might not be the same language we would choose, but just the the energy and the kind of numbers they can drum up, it's, you know, th there's something to be said there. And, and just having the ability to be able to differentiate and be intellectually honest about the difference between, you know, state communism and anarcho-communism and, and things like that. It's like, just fucking give you, spend, spend a week learning about anarcho-communism, just so you can be like, huh. Well, you know, I think and not sound like a fucking idiot when it comes to talking about it. No, no, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, for most ANCAPs, our only experience with ANCOMs are the trolls. Yeah, and vice versa. I mean, most ANCOMs' only experience with ANCAPs are the throw commies out of helicopter memes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like it's like, what's the fucking point of any of that? There's there's like entire sects of both communities who just spend their time intellectually headbutting each other and, and then, like, going back to their group with screenshots, going like, hey, look, we won. It's like, no, you fucking didn't. You're still no, in your mom's basement. It, exactly. You're still <laughs> in your mom's basement. Your waifu pillow's sitting next to you. You have Probably Cheeto dust wise. on your fingers. I mean, and your breath smells like Mountain Dew. Like, get the, get the fuck out of your basements and, like, do something. Be, be less autistic. I hate <laughs> saying that, but it's on the left and right. It is so people just have a hard time, especially in our spheres, seeing things from a different light. Um, I mean, I think ANCAPs are moving more left in general. Yeah, um, I, I, I think there's there's more of an awareness of like class theory and shit from like Konkin. Well, and it's not even that, um, especially with the stuff with the vaccine passports and vaccine mandates and everything. And Oh, it's a private business, bro. You're starting to see a lot of right-leaning anarchists be like, no, if a private business acts like a government, they're going to be treated like one. And yeah, and, and especially when they get subsidized and they're essentially a satellite of the government. It's like a, well, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people have dumped the uh, the corporate shilling and been like, oh, fuck. And that's they, a very left-wing idea, especially for ANCAPs. Um, so I think there's a common ground there. Um, and those are the things that we need to rally around. And not even like, I mean, I use this example um, 
when I was speaking with a couple, and I was playing referee between an ANCOM and an ANCAP fighting in my comments. So I usually let that stuff go on, but if it gets down into name calling, I'm like, all right, you're both blocked. Like, it's not constructive. Like, I'm okay with healthy discussion, but. Gotta be like, hey, dummy. And try yeah. something or shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I mean, great example is education. We both view state-run education bad, but for different <laughs> reasons. Yeah. So why not work on dismantling public education? Um, the left benefits because there's no indoctrination. The right benefits because there's no indoctrination. And it opens up more alternative ways of schooling kids. Um, that's like a great step that we can work on like I said, not together, but parallel to each other. Yeah. And attack it from the left and right. Yeah, that's when that's when it actually changes when it's just... I mean, just I mean, like the Afghanistan war, for example. I mean, that went on for fucking ever because conservatives, Republicans were so enthusiastic behind it. Even long... I mean, and it got to the point where it was so normalized, it was even offensive to the left, you know, if you're... If a Republican, like Trump, makes fun of someone's service, they were even getting to the point where it's like, oh, how dare you? And so that was just fucking continuing, continuing. Until finally, the most enthusiastic group, the Republicans, were like, hmm, yeah, I'm sick of sending my kids my kids off to die. And, you know, the, the kind of bulk of kids at that point had seen their older brothers go off, or whatever it might have been, and they too had kind of a negative opinion. You'll, you'll still find your fanatics for the war who, you know, think it's, uh, we should absolutely be over there until, you know, we're done. But it's just not as widely popular anymore, and you know, it was done in. It just didn't have support from enough people anymore. And when you have both sides attacking an issue, instead of just one group at a time that could be easily dismissed, like, police brutality got fucked because it, it went from being like, oh yeah, people are just being murdered, you know, across the board, and then it's like, okay, it's just a, just a black issue, and you know, it's disproportionate, absolutely. But when when it was turned from, like, you were even seeing conservatives start to be like, oh, what, okay, maybe this is a little bit fucked. And then it was like, actually, no, you're racist if you if you support cops. And so then they all just fucking switched their ears off and went back to their hardline stance, not thinking about it, like, no, I support them. Well, and, I think the, and they fucking I, crushed the issue. Yeah, well, and I think the media plays into that, too, because they pick which which stories to highlight. Yeah. Um, it's never a story where the cop is obviously wrong. The Ryan Whitaker case in Phoenix, that got zero press coverage. Yep. Um, there was a, a Hispanic teenager in um, Chandler, I think. Um, he got shot in the back twice. Yes, he had a gun on him. And... You could almost argue the first shot could have been justified, but he, after he was shot the first time, he threw the gun away, and the cop, after the gun was already away, shot him again in the yes. back. Um, like that got uh, very was that, little was coverage. It was, I mean, it was enough of a pause to see the gun being thrown away. That it was um, like it, it was wasn't nice. double tap. It was one, two, and Jesus Christ. 
yeah, and it's stuff like that that doesn't get press coverage. Um, but the ones where it will create a lot of controversy, like the Ohio one, um, where I hate to say it, that was a clean sh- uh, shoe. Um, the girl had a knife. She was in the uh, process that, of stabbing someone. That it, one, that I just is, didn't even start watching. I was like, I'm, I'm so fucking jaded and exhausted. I, I've, I still, to this day, have not watched that one, because it's just like, I needed a break. There was one case oh, I, I needed to be ignorant of, but... <laughs> dude, I was in Kansas, and we were, like, getting ready to leave. Um, and the night before, we were supposed to fly back out to Arizona. They announced a verdict has been uh, reached. Going to have a press conference at this time. And it was like a couple hours before our flight was supposed to leave. So we were just like, I was, because we were checking out houses and stuff. And like, my fiance had it streaming while I was driving. And I'm like, okay, depending on what this verdict is, we are going right to the airport. And we're just going to bunker down there. Um, Because like, if he didn't, if Chauvin didn't get convicted, I don't know what would have happened, but it would not have been good. I was surprised there wasn't riots anyway. There were some riots anyways, but it was less of the summer of love 2020 and more of my home city just won the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, or the World Cup type. Um, and it's... And I don't think any, like, these organizers, they must realize that rioting does not help their cause. Um, I just wish they would would burn down more. (laughs) I'm probably going to have to bleep that because of how I handle (laughs) legal shit on this show. But most people will will (laughs) gather what I mean just from how I usually talk. But, uh... (laughs) Well... Like, 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 so th- that was one of the only things that sent a message in in my mind. It was like this is this is not just a few Starbucks, you know, broken into. This is very symbolic, and I think it's part of my intro now. The the FBI is feeling the heat, but uh, as as the <laughs> burns down, oh fuck, we have to beat that again. Um, well, I mean, if you look at it, this last year, the people that looted these small businesses, these Walmarts, these private property areas, they were not prosecuted. The only people that were prosecuted were the ones that struck at the cathedral, that struck Mm -hmm. at uh, government property. Those were the only ones that were prosecuted. So by that logic, these organizers, oh, we're we're looting... um, this small black owned business to get the media's attention, to get the government's attention. They don't care. They don't care. You're playing into their agenda, but it's when you start striking at the giant, that's when the giant starts hitting back. And that's what you need (laughs) to focus on. And you could bleep that if you need to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it tastefully legal. Um, but <laughs> I tried. But, to, I tried to not be too fed posty there, but yeah, like, 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 
I I just want to live a nice quiet life. I'm trying to avoid fed posting myself these days. I just want to just want to do the hippie with a rifle thing and, and and they can they can stay in Langley. But um God, where was So so what 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 I, you know, my fucking tinfoil hat brain goes to all this is you know, you you obviously prosecute some groups and then you let others, you know, run rampant and then praise them in a very different way and so so people they don't feel like they're fighting the same monster even though they are. You know, police brutality, and then just the the rights kind of the 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 right populist kind of weird. Um, you know, this is a false government thing. I mean, they're they're right kind of, but they they just think there was a different guy who was meant to be in charge. Um, well, if they if they realized they were fighting against the same entity and like really fucking thought about it, um, you know, maybe some shit would happen in this country. But instead, you have one group that is like being prosecuted as the rightful villains they are. And everyone cheers it on, and then you have the other group like being completely ignored with you know their anger and what they're doing with riots and stuff, like more or less. Um, I... You get very disaffected groups who won't be united because they see each other as opposites, even though they're fighting the same thing. Well, and I don't even get how right wing people are still supporting the cops now. I mean. I, I see I see such strange shifts in that in the you know the temperature of that pool. I keep on like checking in, I'm like, I, you guys hate cops yet? And like more and more there'll be guys like like complete Ameri like American flag on everything on their profile. And I'll go into like a particularly pro-gun not a Twitter thing like NRI or something, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, fuck the cops that would enforce this. A cab. And then I'll get like a bunch of very conservative looking accounts liking it. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, it's, but it's then, then other sides. times you see the complete opposite. Well, both sides love cops. The left loves cops. The right loves cops. The right loves local cops. The left loves the FBI, the CIA. They love the federal police. And it's, it, it's just one of those things where the right-wing people need to realize that yeah, you can go and lick the boot clean, but that cop's going to arrest you. I mean, you look at the past couple weeks, uh, there's a situation in Portland where this dude was in his truck and he was stopped by a mob. Oh, I saw they this. Had, yeah, I mean, they were armed and they you don't see anything about left-wing armed militias in the street. It's only if if the Boogaloo Boys go out and do it. Oh my God, racist! Da 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 da. When the Boogaloo Boys, ninety nine percent of them are larpers, and they're just there. And I get the whole idea behind having the guns and stuff, but these left wing folks, they're using them. They are stopping cars. They are, and it's not for a stateless society. They're doing it to get more government. Um, and it's, the cops aren't doing anything. The cops arrested the guy that was in the truck. Um, and then you had a situation in, uh, I think it was Texas. Um, it was either Texas or Florida and they stopped traffic at an intersection. There was a cop there doing nothing. Um, and a guy walks out of his truck and he's rightfully upset and hmm. they swarm him, and the cops, like, threatening to arrest the guy that was in his vehicle uh, for getting out. And it's, the cops are not on your side. They will do, 
they will do whatever they need to to feed their families. So why are you bending over backwards for them? Yeah, it's I just I just see like little little leaks here and there, and it'll you know it doesn't circulate the entire conservative space because it's such a such a big space. Things like that don't get around quite like the libertarian community where. Or like the leftist community, where you see something just ping around, you know, in a day, and you're like, "Oh fuck, everyone's seen that." But <laughs> conservatives, like, you know, they'll they'll be like a viral video of people getting arrested in church, you know, or like, and, and cops being like really fucking violent with these peaceful people just trying to pray and shit. And then, um, yeah, you know, next day you'll see them doing that shit, pulling a guy out of a out of a car who was being assaulted and arresting him for defending himself. And you're like, "Hey, you guys, uh, you guys still fans?" Still back the blue? Yeah. Well, and you started to see a lot of right-wing people, especially in March and April of last year, start yeah. turning on the police. And it was going so well. Yeah. Because they, 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 were, they were even starting to, like, comment on videos of police brutality and being like, yeah, you know, this is wrong. And you, you're like, holy fuck. And that, I, that, that, I feel like that lasted, like, three weeks. Well, and it was starting to pick up, and it was starting to snowball, and yeah. I feel like the media latched on, because don't get me wrong, what happened to George Floyd, it was pretty, pretty fucking horrendous, yeah. but there's been other situations like the, that this past year that haven't gotten as much attention, and I well, think yeah, I, that... I mean, like... Brianna Taylor and Duncan Lemp, it was the same kind of raid, a no-knock raid, that resulted in someone being fucking murdered by a cop, just spraying blindly into a residence. And well, one one was like, you know, as, as big as George Floyd. And, and rightfully so, but both of them should have been. Both of them should have been a nationwide incident. But exactly. instead, our, our little community of, of uh, extremists, you know, we, we get labeled as you know, militia, he was, uh, they tried to paint him more as, like, a 3%er and all that. And I think he might they, have been with them. I think he was. But he, but he was a libertarian, like, he was doing shit yeah. in the community. He, he worked with, um, State of Appalachia on, uh... Yeah, I knew his, that. Yeah, like, he was, he was involved in our, our circles. Like, he's yeah, one person away from us. It's... I think one of the biggest reasons those types of things don't get highlighted is for the state to push their agenda through, they still need right-wing supportive cops. Um, because, yeah. I mean, there's an old Marx quote, capitalists will sell us a rope that we'll hang them with. <laughs> I mean, conservatives are going to lick the boot that's going to stomp their face. I mean, it's it's just... They are they are not going to wake up until the last minute, and it's and it'll be too late. Um, you're already seeing it. I'll, they're purging these police departments of any right leaning people. They're trying to purge the military of right leaning people. I'm not even talking like you're crazy alt right oh, no. people. I'm talking constitutionalists. Yeah. Uh, it, which. It's, I, I, I just, I don't see why people aren't more upset about it, but I guess people don't there, see the writing gonna, on the wall. There's going to be a shock when it becomes so apparent that it's, because right now it's kind of like you have to have your, you know, you have to be interested in this stuff or aware of this stuff um, 
to really know what's going on with the military because so many people are so disconnected from the military they'll be like right wing as fuck and not know a single person in the military you know um but it's only if if you will you know like like there's not even really headlines about it there's the odd one here and there just like a feel good like yay the military is less racist now you know and little do you know they're throwing out people with fucking 1776 on their arm it's like i um i saw something on twitter uh guy got in trouble because on his truck he had a flag saturdays are for the boys yeah i, I fucking heard about extreme. that and i'm like what because it uh meme it, warfare buddy that's how radical well, shit's got <laughs> like i'm like how is that like extreme because it leaves women out yeah you oh have, that was the opinion i yeah that was the opinion because it it singles out women, doesn't include them, and I'm just like, mm. what the hell is going on? Because it wasn't it wasn't even a Boogaloo Boys thing. It was like, I think it was um yeah yeah I, I, I presumed it was that <laughs> yeah, but I guess we and, we, we just cop it like that because it's brilliant. <laughs> I but, mean, and then. I saw one article coming out recently. Um, there is a percentage of, I think it's like 30 to 40% of military members do not want to get the vaccine. And when they asked these service members why, one of the most popular answers was because I get to tell the army no for once. And I'm like, those are the people we need to radicalize. They're all they're, ready, but they're gonna great. they're gonna find us like w- when they get out. Give them a, a year or two, and one of their buddies is gonna be like, "Hey, you ever listen to Bind the Bullet?" <laughs> and, and, I, and down down the fucking pipeline they go. But what what the boys at Biting the Bullet do? It is. I think people underestimate how valuable that is for the liberty movement. Um. Yeah. Holy shit! They because... the centennial episode. They were oh, sorry. They they were like saying every fucking letter they were getting in or like whatever they were reading off was from active duty people. It's like fuck. I so when I was still running the Boogaloo store, I would have so many military base uh, addresses oh, like APO and shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, Ew. <laughs> but um, I've gone and deleted all that stuff and purged all my files so i strive Mr. fbi <laughs> um, <laughs> i i'm sure cid's already found all those poor fuckers oh yeah kicked in the, their dorm rooms because they have hawaiian print shirts oh my gosh <laughs> you know what's uh, happening though <laughs> it, no it really is it really it's is that fucking ridiculous i've heard so many rumblings community uh, like who are getting shit because they're they, they're remotely involved in this community because they follow a few pages. They're getting like they're getting asked shit. It's like they're doing a surprisingly efficient job for the government. They are really um, questionable of uh, you know guys who want to be left alone. Well, when it means protecting their own power, they're more efficient than anything else. Um. Yeah, they're kind of in a state of starved panic right now, it feels like. Because there's so much unrest. I... I Like, tension. I think society is exactly where they want want it. Um, You think? Yes. I, I definitely think so.
I feel like we're, a, uh, we're like a runaway train at this point. Like, they're, they're kind of steering it, but once it comes off the tracks, it's off the tracks. It's... The Maybe thing it's is, my optimism. With, <laughs> with this much unrest, like, January 6th was exactly what they wanted. They've been wanting to push this domestic... No, uh, extreme or the Domestic Patriot Act for years. Um, I was actually talking with my buddies... Uh, I gotta find that list. Um, back when I was in college, almost a decade ago, I remember Ron Paul supporters back in 2009 were labeled potential domestic extremists. Or if you're a Libertarian Party uh, supporter. Yeah. And um, back in 2013, a list comes out 72 types of Americans that are considered potential terrorists in official government documents. It's so um, easy to get on that list. <laughs> number one, those who talk about individual liberties. Oh, fuck me. I mean, there's some stuff. Those that want to make the world a better place. Fuck off. Uh, like, people really? Who, people who supported colonists who sought to free themselves from British rule. Those that are interested in, quote-unquote, defeating the communists. Like, it's all crazy stuff. So basically, um, if, you're, if you're anything but an unthinking drone with no opinion on politics or sports teams, you're going to be put on a fucking list. Yeah. Anyone that engages in conspiracy theorizing. Um, let's see. That's half the military because they're so fucking bored. Yeah, those that don't think they should be, have to pay taxes. <laughs> um, anyone who believes in government conspiracies to the point of paranoia. Um, I think there's one on here. Anyone that wants to return to the gold standard. I mean, like, yeah, it was, it was crazy to hear the former director of the CIA list libertarians as potential threats, but it's not something new. Uh, that's the first time they've actually come out and said it on the media, on TV, but, like, it's not something new. Um, but by them, by all this chaos going on, they're going to be able to push that Domestic Patriot Act, and then then it's over. I mean, I think the, I think the union's done at that point. <laughs> it's kind of kind of just deciding you you're done with the American experiment, I guess. Yeah, well, I've I've said this Kamala Harris is probably going to be the last president of the US. No, I I am very tempted to put my money on that. I'm and I'm an optimist. I I really <laughs> am. I do think this fucking shitstorm will end in, in a less horrendous way than we all imagine, you know, like fucking uh, nationwide war or something. I think it's gonna be gonna be an awkward, quiet whimper, and then it'll kind of you know people figure things out. But I I do see potential in Kamala Harris being the last president of the United States. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the the transition period is. I don't know if it's just a fucking fall <laughs> off a cliff, a tumble down a hill. <laughs> don't know if it'll be three years or three hundred. But well, I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that because. Um, 
there's guaranteed some election fraud that happened in 2020. I'm hoping <laughs> yeah, this whole thing in Arizona turns something up, and it doesn't even have to be big enough to um, to sway the election. But if anything is found, you're going to disenfranchise so many people that they're just going to lose faith in America, and they're going to want to break off. And I think that's good energy. I think that's what we need to be pushing in the liberty movement is the secession movements. I mean, peaceful secession, mind you. I want everything done peacefully. And granted, whatever breaks off isn't going to be a libertarian uh, utopia, but it's going to be smaller government. And then you push the break off again and you just keep doing it. Um, but I, I see that that's the only way for peace in, in the U S yeah. In this, in this strange transition era, I, I I do think it's gonna, I think naturally it's going to go that way because this shit is expensive. And if, if the doll loses value and you can't motivate people to, you know, keep the, keep the machine running on and guess what? You're going to have less and less control. And it's going to come down to, like, states being more autonomous, and from there it'll be like, eh, well, you know, like, we're not really going to enforce all of this shit anymore, kind of experimenting a bit more as as the world changes with that, you know, big transition. Uh, and again, could be a very short time or a very long time, but I, I, I just naturally think that's how it'll go, as people are more capable of um, being individual and being self-sustaining, you know. Uh, that's what culture's turning turn into after this. There's just the the need for it, you know. Yeah, and, and you're culture. seeing such. Oh yeah, and you're seeing such a divide between urban and rural areas. Um, I don't think the urbanites realize how dependent on those um those people they've been screaming at for the past five <laughs> years. They are. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, if the food stops flowing, there's nothing these cities can do. And, like, people need to start realizing you need to work together. You need to be civil with each other. Um, because, I mean, there were there was talks of boycotts from truckers last summer. Especially in oh, these yeah. cities where riots were going on. Um, it's... Like I said, they don't know how vulnerable they are to the supply chain shortages. If even just the truckers who are right wing leaning for the most part decide, hey, fuck them, we're not going to make deliveries anymore. Um, your soy boy art degree major isn't going to learn how to drive a big rig. I mean, that Seriously. kid barely knows how to drive a 10 speed bicycle without mommy's help. <laughs> Yeah, and and I mean when you when you just don't have even the ability to practice real world skills, you know, like if if you've only ever lived in the city and you've never given even you know growing your own food or anything like that a go, what the fuck are you gonna do? It would be it would be a steep and messy issue, and I I think I'm again it's it's like a weird hope, but I I I hope cities die off a little bit. I hope they kind of become this. You know, like, like people still live in them, but the population's going to lower because people are like, this is not sustainable, and there's better ways to do it, you know, 
of self-sustaining, more individual and rural lifestyles. That might not happen. We might just be fucking rats in the seas until we eat ourselves, but... I do and I don't, because what tends to happen, and we, we saw this a lot up in Maine, Maine's a very unique place where they're 10, behind, uh, 10 years behind the country when it comes to culture, mm. um, which kinda, I used to like think Canada. was a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot, of, a lot of this wokeism and a lot of the aftermath of Donald Trump never hit Maine. Like when I moved to Arizona to see how crazy people were, it, it was ridiculous. And like we were up there during the election, you would not have known there was an election going on. There was nothing boarded up. Like you had Trump supporters and Biden supporters protesting next to each other, but they were civil. Um, I mean, my brother was a Trump supporter and his neighbor was a Biden supporter. And my brother would fix the guy's truck and his neighbor would plow his driveway in the wintertime. It's it, people still are neighborly up there. Um, yeah, but that's 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 cool because that's just fucking dead elsewhere. Yeah, for the most part. Well, well, we get a lot of uh, mass holes that move up and <laughs> and try to change things. I mean, and that's that's just the downside of these city people moving to the country. They want to change it instead of assimilating into what the culture is that's already there. Um, oh my god, that that's so funny cuz I'm a fucking country boy that moved to the city and doesn't want to assimilate. <laughs> so Oh yeah. Dude, I have to way. I, I I have to call it out. I'm like, no, this is fucked. We should all be left alone. <laughs> no, I'm the same way, but I mean, I grew up in the country most of my life and I'm like, all right, I'll move to the city. And I was liking it earlier when I was single. And yeah, it's convenient and shit. I, I got an apartment near ASU because college girls are awesome. <laughs> and then I got locked down. I'm like, all right, let's let's leave the city now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's I like all right, I I had my fill. Exactly. That's, like, that, I had that's, my fill. that's I, enough stomping over rats. I don't want to see my neighbors. Um I don't wanna I don't wanna hear my neighbors having sex in the apartment next door. <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay if the rooster and the chicken are doing it outside, but I don't <laughs> want to fucking hear my neighbors doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You think we think we set the world right? Huh? Maybe. I don't know. The world's <laughs> fucked. I, I'm just going to watch it burn. I'm going to live on my little fucking farm and just <clears throat> see the smoke rising up from Boston as it billows and covers the rest of the states. Um, uh, I'm just, I, yeah, I just want to be left alone out in farm. Yeah, like, I, I think that's where my optimism is because even, um, even this Boogaloo move and what remains of it that's, uh, like, actual, actually learnt something from their time being involved. Um, they're leaning towards the, you know, agorism kind of thing, doing, being self-sustaining, separating from politics, opting out, um, and all that kind of shit. Like, very positive lifestyle changes that are the core of their politics, which I think is the way to do things these days. Instead of just getting fucking angry and, you know, trying to vote your way to liberty, but, um... Well, I think there I, needs to be multiple fronts on that, though. 
Oh god, don't hit me with a Mises caucus shit. I respect what the Agoras are doing. <laughs> I, Full disclosure, I did join the Mises caucus recently. God damn it, you make me sick. Yeah, they got another one. Let's screw it. It's... <laughs> I mean, this is this is the last chance I'm giving the LP if 2024 isn't like an actual oh, thing, then I'm done. But I mean, you got to be a little Machiavellian about it. Like, <laughs> yes, you can go and hide off and do your Agoras stuff, and I think that is important. But if the enemy is growing larger outside. And you're not doing anything to stop that or even paying attention to it, they're gonna come for you at some point. And they are coming for I, me. I can mail in my vote now. <laughs> I think I I honestly think there is there is a need for more libertarians and anarchists to become part of the bureaucracy. <laughs> and I'll oh. catch I will catch a lot of hate for this, but those are the people that make the budgets. Those are the people that are constantly driving up taxes. I mean, and you also get placed strategically and you can subvert the state from within and pass and bow on. But it's, you need to open up multiple fronts because I don't think Agorism is going to do it by itself. I think it's an important tool. I don't think it's going to do it by itself. So. so this is where, like, I, I'm not just, like, a, you know, Agora and, and nothing else. I, you know, although all sorts of people will still thumb their nose at me and say, I'm doing this better. But, um, pro propaganda and, you know, just uh, education being a big part of living, like, an Agorist lifestyle, I think that's essential to, to being involved. And I, I don't think just, like, unplugging and, you know, opting out and not being involved involved vocally if you're serious about it is an option um but i understand the appeal but really to make it effective it does need to be like a mass propaganda kind of movement yeah so so, so I, I get what you mean and, and i i do sympathize with what the the mises caucus is doing i'm just not ready to be her again i <laughs> like I'm... Oh, and to, to display the kind of shift in my perspective the last person i was butthurt about losing was larry sharp in new york i genuinely thought there's no way cuomo can win again everyone fucking despises him and this was from england i think i was rooting for him um right before i moved and and then he lost like really awfully and i was just fucking like okay well i guess party politics are fucked forever and okay. and then and then and then daniel shaver got shot and i was like all right this is all i don't know what which became came before the other but it was a bad time for me i was like all right fuck all this government shit even the, libertarian party stuff i can't i have I'm, i've been hurt too many times i've been out since 2012 out of the political side of things um i just wasn't i'm like i don't fucking care anymore like it's all gonna go to hell in a handbasket um but i mean i think he Raymond or Pete Canonas, um, how the fuck do you say his name now? I have no Pete fucking Canonas. idea. He, yeah. he changes his name so often. I mean, he was talking about, like, we need to, like, 
take a more 90s Rothbardian approach and like go get on the local ticket as a Democrat or a Republican, get elected mayor and fire everyone you can (laughs) and do shit like that. And like, I mean, uh, all right, all right. So I, and you just need to go in there and flip the table over. That's kind of, I'm not going to censor this one. Kind of like, like historically speaking, RA tactics. They had the militant front, and then they had the political side. Even though their political side I, was just being was yes. just being on the run and talking to each other, and like not officially being in parliament as a protest. Which I get. That's cool. With an with an light is... in one hand and the ballot box in the other. Like, I get the appeal. I get that it's a weird asymmetric thing, but I mean. All right, all right. So I, I understand the I understand the purpose of the Mises Caucus, and I understand the kind of key purpose above all else is not to win elections. Even Dave Smith says that, and I I, I do respect I I respect his approach that he's doing right now. I'm just not ready to go out and knock on don't doors you, or some shit. Don't you want, even though it might be the smallest chance, don't you want Michael Malice to be the press secretary? Even though there's I. I, I, I know it's I know it's not going to happen. So I like oh obviously obviously that would be fucking excellent. But I would I would even you know from the sidelines I would genuinely appreciate watching both of them do a, a campaign. Um, you know because because they they do have a massive platform and they do have the the capacity to be you know the the icon for the third biggest party in the biggest or the, the most the, the most seen country in the world you know that that is a big thing it's it's a big platform and they can definitely get it especially starting four years early i, so, I get all of that I, I really get the optics of it well and those two guys have gotten have reached more people about liberty in the past couple months than any agorist any any ANCAP, anyone in the LP, and they're reaching more normies. And those, like, yeah, we can sit and circle jerk all day. Like, ooh, yeah, Liberty. Oh, you're going to make me Liberty. But, well, no, no, no. You're, 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 you're treating Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think we've reached people, but I think most of the people we've re- reached are already in our spheres. And we need to deploy different tactics. And we need, because people aren't going to let you live free. They're always going to be wanting the government to interfere unless they know otherwise. And you need to educate the normies. Um, and I just, I think by, I think the Mises Caucus is on the right track, especially getting on to shows like Joe Rogan. I mean, Dave Smith went on and talked about the war in Yemen. I bet 99% of his listeners didn't even know we were killing kids in Yemen right now. People like Dave Smith and Michael Malice have reached more normies, and it's needed because the normies are the ones that are going to be voting for more government. Um, so I think I did a jerking off joke. I don't I don't know if you heard that one, but... I, I, um, 
You, you, there, there was something about um, our community jerking itself off. Yes, yes. But um, no, like, like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to disagree to a to a point. I see, I see what you're saying, <laughs> and 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 they are for sure, um, reaching like a fuck ton of people because they have access to platforms like you know Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they they are absolutely reaching more normies than we are. But I wouldn't discredit the fact that our community itself has reached you know hundreds of thousands of normies like just uh, oh, yeah. of like. Like like Republicans, even even Democrats, when we start doing the or when they start to get more radicalized into police brutality shit, and they might stumble across our stuff while perusing, you know, the more generic anti-police brutality stuff. Um, I, I think we've well, reached fuck tons of normal people. Oh so yeah, I wouldn't, no. I, I, I wouldn't discredit the organic communities that exist outside of you know party apparatus and stuff like that. No, I definitely think we are more death by a thousand cuts, and they are full on decapitation. Um, <laughs> You're that hopeful. So, uh, I am, and it's the only reason I'm hopeful is because I lived through 08 and 2012. All right, I, I, I guess I, I can understand reason. the the kind of thought leaders. Although, I mean, the same could be said of the agorist crowds so many of them are hardcore rumpool supporters who you know they they were just so fucking heartbroken from the the two campaigns they were like they were like never again <laughs> and just they like there has to be something else we can do dude i was there like i said i was there and i was so i understand I, like both sides of the enthusiasm and the you know yeah and i mean i'm i don't hate on the agorist i i like i said i think they're very important part of the movement, but you need to open up multiple fronts. Oh, I... have you cut yeah, out or are you? I, okay, cool. Okay, this is what I happened last time. I was like, I was like, hmm. I know you went silent, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Am I gonna have to say something else random? So when you're <laughs> editing this, no, and I'll be like, oh, no, I, I'll clean up my own fuck ups. Um, <laughs> I, I, I gotta sound like reasonably intelligent, otherwise people won't won't tune in. Um. <laughs> yeah, make sure I don't sound like a retard. I mean, I'm slightly retarded, but yeah, I I, I got I got you, buddy. Plus, I'm gonna sell myself down the river, like probably to wrap up. I'll 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 uh, get into the Tacoma talk, but um, yeah, yeah you're glorified <laughs> for Dan. Fuck you. I got <laughs> I, I okay. That was that that was too far. I, I will I will take that one personally. <laughs> but um, but anyway, this this Missy's caucus thing. Um, look, I. I'm not gonna sit there. I, I make jokes about them, you know, like, oh, we're doing partyarchy again. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking actively decry them and like, you know, like you're wasting your time as they're reaching, you know, tens of thousands of people who, who I might not have reached, and, and other people in in our sphere, you know, wouldn't have reached. I, I get it, and I do. I, I honestly, I, I much prefer what the Mises Caucus wants to do with the Libertarian Party to what the you know, existing um, party wants to do. You know, the just the the win nationally, like do the big splashy, uh, desperate attempt for the for the White House. It's just fucking silly. Instead, instead of using I, it as like a a platform to to spread, you know, really radical political ideas like anti-war, anti-police brutality, and um, you know, anti this fucking god awful <laughs> fiat uh, money policy we have right now. Well, and to I, circle back to what I was saying earlier, um, it, like, 
Agoras don't even need to support or be friends with the people that want to do the Mises thing. Just don't fight each other. Because you're yeah, all no, working no. to something similar. Yeah, like, uh, like, 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 you know, Luke, I think it's Luke and Typo have both been talking about the Mises call, because I'm like, ah, god damn it, guys. But, yeah, no, they got I get me. <laughs> I, yeah, the second I heard that, I, I was like, I was like, god damn it, they've been, they've been spreading that shit. But no, 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 I, I get it, and, I don't know, I'm watching it, I am, I'm interested, I, I don't, I really doubt I'll ever be involved, I just, just, I just don't, it doesn't suit what I do, um, nor my, uh, my personal opinion of it, but I, I get it, and, you know, I don't see it as, like, some awful, awful deviation that's gonna, like, capsize the movement or some shit. I, I, I think, um, I think Jorgensen-style campaigns, or, uh, and and Gary, Gary, Gary Johnson kind of shit, uh, that that is derailing the movement. When people look at that and they're like, "That is libertarianism," and that's where they like just the party. They don't see the the purer, more uh, just fucking peaceful ideas that that come with it. They just see this yeah. dumpy, this dumpy, dorky party that's in third place always, you know, <laughs> accomplishing <laughs> nothing. It's well, it's just a fucking sad place to to leave the ideology. Can I say something about the Joe Jorgensen campaign? Something I found course, out this week. <laughs> you know all those memes that were out there. Uh, which one? That the the Joe Jor- the awful Joe Jorgensen memes. Oh, like they like like uh, people. Oh, of course they did. Yeah, they paid. That's where most of their campaign money went to. Was a meme campaign, and they weren't even good memes, dude. They I I. Like, all right. I, on, on it being completely, completely clear, because I, I, I never lie to my listeners. I, I applied for that campaign because I was like, oh, cool. Can I be, can I be paid to make like C-list memes that I, I wouldn't post to my page, but I can, <laughs> I can post to the Joe Jorgensen campaign. I was like, fuck yeah, that's great. I can do that hungover. Uh, <laughs> so I, I applied for that, and uh, but they took so long to reach back out to me. Um, I think I got really well, busy with the, the podcast and it, shit by then. And I was just like, oh, wait, why, why the fuck been, would I have ever done that? <laughs> it wouldn't have been through the Joe Jorgensen page. Like, they they were paying... Like like ad agencies or something? Or like no, creative like, agencies? No, just like fucking Facebook and Instagram users to, to make shit memes and <laughs> spread them through all the Facebook groups. I guess that's why a lot of libertarians got banned off of Facebook was because they were just like spam. They would just spam the memes. I'm like, you guys could have made so much better, so many better memes. Um, Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's just fucking awful. That's like, like the, the whole Russian bot story. And I, I think there is some truth to that, you know, propaganda spreading types. Um, but but the fact that liberta- the Libertarian Party was trying to do that for the 2020 campaign and paying people to do it, that is fucking awful. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I just, like... Like, I, I, knew, I knew the campaign was oh. making shit memes, but I didn't know and they I were. Mean, and that's all completely legal. Democrats and Republicans do it. It's no different than paying people to go knock on doors. Yeah, influencers and shit like that. It's just, like... 
at least get better memes. Mama Joe. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm sitting here cringing right now, thinking of some of those shit tier memes. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need some whiskey off the load in that fact. Jesus Christ. I'm um, halfway done my cup of rum, so. Oh, there you go. Wait, 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 wait. Is, is this like, like a, like a normal person-sized cup of rum, or like a, a U-sized, gentle giant cup of rum? It's one of those big Yeti cups. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just had to, had to get that one in for the fucking audience, so they, they have some perspective here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I, I almost drank an entire handle of Bacardi. I don't know why. I was with my family, so I needed had it. Had to stay hydrated. You, you wanted, yeah. you wanted to get. <laughs> had to be able to put up with all the, uh, the Cheeto sucking that was going on with my family. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll see uh, how much I can drink uh, in a couple weeks at Childerberg. Fuck yeah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta plug that real quick for the guys. Uh, heading, to, heading to Childerberg, end of the month. And we're... This is gonna be my first time. I think it's the third Childerberg ever. It Pretty is. Sure. I wanted to go last year, um, but I just... I didn't have the money. I had so much money tied up in my store. Um, yeah. I'm I'm fucking excited. Uh, yeah, me too. Because like since I've been kicked off the fucking gram, the the only people I've really been interacting with, uh, like big time outside of the e militia, is people on Twitter, which is a really good reason to follow at brhatesfeds on Twitter. But because I'm fucking <laughs> blocked on everything else, it's taken me ages to figure out how to get back. But um, well, I guess, yeah, I guess Sassy oh, just got blocked off of a uh, Instagram again. Oh really? He with his brand new one. With this brand new everything, yeah. Fucking hell. R.I.P. Yeah. Again. But, um, but yeah, that, that community is really fucking cool. Um, they're a little bit older than the majority of the Instagram community, as in they've been involved doing this stuff longer. A lot of them are kind of, um, kind of left over from the Ron Paul campaign and just kept on Twitter for, like, fucking years doing this stuff, talking about it. Um, really fucking cool crowd. Um... So, yeah, it, it's much more a Twitter kind of based event because it's all, you know, Twitter based guys and their podcast, um, both Timeline Earth and uh, Tasting Anarchy. Um, they're the guys who organize it and it's like a, a big, well, growing, growing, um, like, I, I don't want to put labels on it, but, you know, anarchist, <laughs> libert libertarian get together out in Texas. Um, I'm just excited because I, I almost went to Pork Fest a couple of years ago when I was up in New England, and I'm like, fucking go to Childerberg this year. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of there'd be a lot of cool people at Pork Fest, but it, it might be like like ten percent too fedora neckbeardy for me. Yeah, but if there's just because the Star Walk is there, oh, God I would shit in this tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a nat violation. So do they, even, do they even camp at tents of that one? It, it I, I don't just know. it's like it's like a lame family get together. I want you know, I, I don't know what happens at Childerberg. It's it's apparently it's not a cult, but I've heard otherwise. I've heard conflicting reports on that. So I heard it's Russian collusion. <laughs> Russian collusion. Yes, I think it is this year. Um, 
I've got like a, I've got one of those, uh, what the fuck are they? The Yushanka? Is that what the hats are? I... The, like Russian fur hats? Yushanka? Maybe. I don't know. Ah. I think we always call them bomber caps or some shit like that. Oh, that's uncultured as fuck. All right. I think it might be a Yushanka. It might be some other shit. But um, I've got one of those kicking around somewhere. I'll have to, I'll have to find that and, I don't know, run around in it at 3 a.m. drunk off my fucking tits. I'll bring my ski mask and run around 3 a.m. I like Drunk. it. Good energy. We'll uh, th- we won't be we won't be invited next year, but you know. yeah, this is I, I'm interested me- to see this uh, segment of the Liberty community. Yeah, it's I, I don't I don't know how they compare to you know our crowd. We're all like gun nuts, and these guys are all like I mean, there's, there's gun nuts out you know amongst them. Don't get me wrong, but they're mostly more crypto guys. So I don't know. We're gonna be around a lot of uh, a lot of smart people, which hopefully I'll you know get some. Some knowledge through osmosis. I think we'll bring the IQ down a little bit, back to normal. Well, well, we we have to, you know, round down the oh, yeah. average. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that'll be a fucking good time. And uh, we're taking we're taking your truck instead of mine, right? Yes, we are not taking the glorified That's... sedan. Um, Why do you gotta put any... Betsy down like that? <laughs> no, you need to put Betsy down oh. as in old yeller style. Any man that has a two-wheel drive pickup truck is not a man uh, at that, all. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't even I'm... know how you got stuck the second time. <laughs> oh my god. I'm all sorts of wounded right now. So, we, <laughs> f- for some, some context, because... The second it happened, I was like, oh, this will make a good this will make a good podcast someday. As 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 poor SOR is behind my truck, linebacker fucking giant trying to shove me out of the, the snow and mud. Cause, you know, I, I, we're out in the southwest. I, I didn't think uh you know, I was poor. I wanted a pickup truck, didn't have the money for a <laughs> an off-road pickup truck yet. So, you know, I got myself a, a neat little Tacoma and um I, I didn't think there would be snow up north. And there was. And not only was there snow, but there was mud. And <laughs> the the next problem was one of your guys sent us off into the woods. Um, he, he sent us direction. He, so th- th- this, this man's back at camp, takes some shrooms. We ask where we're heading. And uh, we get directed to a completely different spot. So I, you know, I, I go adventuring down this snow path in my two-wheel drive truck thinking like, ah, it's probably fine. There's probably gravel beneath this. It doesn't look too bad. And uh, get stuck pretty early on. And the sun is setting. And SOR hasn't showed up yet. I'm just, because I'm, I'm meeting up with these. I drove up myself with all my gear and shit. <laughs> and it's getting darker and colder and a little bit sadder. And finally, uh... You show up, and my fucking hero, I'm like, just a dipshit in the snow, like, oh, yeah, I'm stuck, bud. Um, and, and then, oh my, we were fucking in the snow for like three hours, right? Dude, yeah, and I was like, it was so funny, because you'd get stuck in the smallest thing, and I'd have to drive around you through deeper snow in my Tacoma, and... Get in a position where I could get the headlights on you, so I could dig you out, and like you move two inches, you're <laughs> fucking, stuck. Fucking each hole back out. <laughs> God, I was so I was so fucking cold after that. 
I am so glad they had a fire already going when we got actually got to the campsite. Well, the the thing is, like, for all of our our efforts and and you all, you, know, you probably sacrificed a year of your life, uh, shoving me out of that fucking nonsense. Um, we 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 got it essentially back on the road instead of off the fucking side of the road because I'm a I'm an idiot, and uh, and. We just we just couldn't find a way to really get it back off the road. Every, whatever we did, it would just slip back off. Um, until finally, this this like redneck who lived out there pulls up. He's like, "You stuck?" And I'm just shamefully like, "Yeah." You both stuck? No, no. It's it's just me. His truck's fine. Um, and, and the guy. Uh, oh, I play around in two wheel drives up in the snow up here, so. Or he, he offered to, like, go and get his pickup truck, and he's like, oh, you mind if I hop in and give it a go quick? And so we're just, like, fucking defeated, like, it's dark as shit by this point. Like, yeah, g- give it a go, man, fuck it. And, um, he fucking just played in it for, no shit, 40, 50 seconds initially, and, like, got it all straightened out, and then, like, just gunning it in my, my poor <laughs> older Tacoma. And, um... And then he did it again and, like, just shot it up the road. He did it in, like, like two little things straight and then boop, right, right back up to the road again. And Jesus Christ, I was, I was ready to just sleep in my truck and figure it out in the morning at that point. I was so fucking defeated. Uh, and uh, the guy's like, oh, well, yep, guess, guess we got it. And, you know, I was like, how the fuck am I going to repay this guy? I didn't have any cash on me. So I, I just opened the back of my truck. I'm like, you need, like, whiskey or hollow points? <laughs> I had to make his mark and a shit ton of nine mil hollow points, and um, he goes, "Oh, what caliber?" And you know, bless him for all of his his goodwill. He was a a fudder ha. He's like, "Oh, I don't have anything that takes nine mil." I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I expected that." Um, and yeah, didn't didn't need any payment. Just fucking got back in his his car and drove off. Fucking cool dude. Didn't need any any payment. So yeah, I will admit. I will admit, I feel a little defeated that I wasn't able to get the truck out. Um, I don't think I would have been able to fit in your truck to try to drive it out. <laughs> your your Tacoma was smaller than mine. It it, it comes from a, a time when humans were smaller. It's, you know, it, it's a piece of history, really. Yeah, <laughs> it, it deserves to be put away somewhere. It's It's a lived a good time. life. It served me well. I love it. Um, I, my my plans as of as of now, uh, you know, I, I eventually want baby puke and baby seats in the back of that if I can hold on to it long enough. But um, failing that, I guess I'm gonna have to spend some cash and get a vehicle that I can actually rely on. That's that was the saddest realization. I was like, shit. I thought because I, I I take I take my truck off out in the desert. You know, no no problem. I've never got stuck doing some, you know, not so intelligent things. Um, it's got good clearance and decent tires, you know, apart from in the, in snow. So I have some fun, and I was like, "Oh, this will be fuck all," which is why snow uh, humbled me so badly. I, um, I have a fun truck story. I used to have an old F one fifty back in college. I bought for seven hundred bucks off of a Craigslist. Oh shit, you could have got and, that stuck where I was and just left it and not feel too bad about it. Well, we were coming, we had this old, old runway out near our university, about 45 minutes out. I mean, they used to run training missions off of it during World War II. 
it has not been up cap at all. That's where everyone that knew about it went to go shooting. Um, I was riding back into town, going 75 miles an hour on this old dirt logging road. Um, my buddy in the uh, front seat, he uh, he was a Marine vet, did a couple tours in Afghanistan. He's one of those uh, those GI Bill guys, so way older than I was, had way more cooler guns than I did back then. Um, we were driving, and all of a sudden, the bottom right or the back right corner of the truck just dropped. I lose all brakes, and I see my wheel go flying by me. <laughs> that shit just it just sheared off the lugs, and I'm like, "Well, let's go get seven hundred pick." Um, my buddy got mad at me because he had a PTSD flashback. Um, and I quote, I haven't seen a wheel fly like that since I was in the shit in Afghanistan. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, my truck's a piece of shit and gave you PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> Just That's... don't shoot me. <laughs> so. Yeah, with a lot, a lot of fucking guns and ammo on board too. Like, okay, um, this my God. I mean, guy's gonna grab his rifle, dive out the door, and hit the dirt, start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, cease fire, fuck. Oh, God. It's just, it's just, it's just an old. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we will be uh, taking my new Tacoma to Childerberg. He's doing some oh, crazy of, of, of us just bouncing around in the truck. I, I really thought that that's where this podcast was born from because I was um I've got such a long commute at the minute. I was like, fuck, this is like so much of my time wasted every day. I should do a solo podcast, and I was trying to figure out a rig to record in the truck. And uh, there's just no way to not make it sound like shit when you're you know driving a truck with big old fucking tires and it's just loud in there. So yeah, then I was like, ah, I'll just I'll just do double the work. <laughs> I think mine should be pretty fine. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I have the semi knobby tires on it, but it's not too loud on the highway. Oh, fuck um, it. Well, maybe they will record something that's almost as bad as uh, as a Havasu live recording of the E Militia. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring along my mic and we can fucking play around. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Why? Yeah, I I mean anything to make that drive go quicker. Seriously, worst case scenario, it's a bonus episode and everyone can just uh, cringe through it or not. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, we got, what, fucking 14 hours? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that drive. That's going to be hell. Second longest drive I've ever done. Yeah, I think it'll be the longest. I mean, driving top to bottom in England is like, you know, four or five hours. <laughs> and driving through the desert out here is about the same. I haven't done a bigger trip than that yet. So, yeah. I, drove, think it's gonna be my... I drove from Maine to Arizona. Woo! Yep. That's the, uh, it was two and a half days, 36 hours driving. Uh, that, that, that just exhausts me upon here. And I mean, if you really think about it, we have uh, 28 hours of driving because we have to come back too. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> thankfully, the states were going through a pretty friendly. I mean, when I drove out here, I had to strategically plan my stops because I had a shit ton of guns in my U-Haul. Yeah. And none of them were legal in Mass or New Hampshire or Illinois. Um, so, like, I always had to time my uh, gas stops and my uh, rates when I go to sleep. 
Statue of limitations. Did you technically gun run? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> fire, fire Owners Protection Act allows uh, you to pass through any state with a firearm as long as the firearm is legal in the state that you are coming from and going to. Wow, um, look at you. That's some good yep. that's some good legal knowledge right there. That's useful. Only downside is um you cannot stop beyond gas and food um in the illegal states. Oh, so, so you, you can't, can't stop sleep, you can't yeah. Um hmm. and they can still arrest you but you have a defense. So, and it, it, it will get thrown out. Yeah, it will get thrown out, but they will still arrest you. Um, uh, what a fucking so, waste of everyone's Yeah, it was, it was just New Mexico's the only one that we're going to have to worry about at all. Are they, do they have any fucked up stuff? Um, like gun wise? I think so. Nothing too crazy, though. Um, they're gonna make us wear masks in the car the whole way through through New Mexico. Oh God, no! <laughs> I don't even wear a mask now. I know. I know. Uh, let's see. I don't. Yeah, New Mexico isn't too bad. Uh, state permit required to purchase. No firearm. No assault weapons ban. No magazine. No uh, license required to conceal carry. I am good there. Um, Vehicle carry permitted, yes. A loaded firearm can be carried, transported, either openly or concealed in a vehicle without a permit. Sweet. There's going to be a lot so, of those. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I mean, <laughs> fuck. We're, the route it's taking us, I'm not going unarmed. <laughs> yeah. that's um, It's going to be some Old West caravan shit. It should be fun. Yeah. It, it, it should be a blast. But oh man. Alright, you wanna you wanna wrap up here? Anything you wanna you wanna plug before we get off? Um my website, spiritofresistance.com. Uh when's this episode coming out? Probably oh yeah, it'll be this Thursday. Ooh, just in time for my upcoming sale. Uh oh yeah. Doing a theft day sale, twenty-nine percent <laughs> off everything on the store. Because that's on average how much money the government steals from us every year. So... Uh, why, why do you have to make them hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to learn. I want to. I want to thoughtlessly purchase things. God damn it! Uh, sale ends on Monday. Uh, so spiritofresistance.com, or you can follow me on Instagram. I'm more active there than Twitter. Uh, Sor you know, underscores you know, seventeen seventy six. Huh? You didn't get banned? No, I'm still on Insta. Oh, that's fucking cool. Okay, they they took down Liberty Punk so. Inc. Yeah, no, like, I, I knew that. I'm like, what? I, I I was so sure that I think I even like podcasts I was doing. I think I even mentioned that you were one of the pages I got took down. So my bad. So yeah, no, I'm still up. I've been up. Okay, yeah. Knock oh, on wood. good. <laughs> yeah, before I just fucked <laughs> you. So um, so I've been, I've been posting some spicy shit that's been taken down, but yeah. Ah, you bastard. Um, All right. Well, well, good, good. Glad to see you're still up. And um, yeah, we didn't we didn't even do one uh, one forced ad in this in this talk. <laughs> I know. But, I know. But you, you can you can find my Lifty Punk Inc. stuff, which is my like merch shit and uh, all my propaganda wear and flags and stuff. 
and I'm sure there'll be an ad I jammed in the first 15 minutes of this, uh, on the Spirit of Resistance website. Uh, as well as a ton of other people we're, uh, we're friendly with. Yep. Uh, E-Militia, Biting the Bullet, uh, Tactical Buffaloes, I think they're still a thing, I don't know. Uh, Centennial <laughs> High Points. Um, we have a shit ton of merch out there. Um, so it's all 29% off, and we've got some cool stuff coming up here soon. Fuck yeah. And then you're on Twitter as well, right? Yes, uh, SOR1776. Sweet. All right, well, fucking Childeberg's going to be a laugh, and I'm sure, uh, I mean, we'll have to drag you back on for uh, a post-carnage if we, uh, if we don't do something in the truck. Oh, God, yeah, but, we uh... need to do a debrief. I, I'm bringing so much liquor, so yeah. I think I'm bringing a handle for each night. I'm I'm hoping a lot of these Childeberg guys are hippies if you catch my drift. I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not so sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the liquor one of these nights, but uh, you know, like see what's out there. Um, yeah, Texas should be a good time. So uh, yeah, see you guys next time, and thanks for listening. I did it the wrong way around. Cool, cool.